Hey, hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in. Week nine of the Pigskin Kingpins football podcast. Uh, you know it's me, Liam, here one half. I'm here with my other half boy, Peta. What's going on? Not much, bro. Ready to slap you up as usual. Yeah, so we got a fun one to, uh, this week. Uh, so let's just get right into it, Quavo. Let's start us off. And- Trapper like the narco, narco, got dope like Pablo, Pablo, cut dope like Pablo, cut dope, chop trees with the Draco, Draco, on the north got Diego, Diego. All right, thank you, Migos, magnifico, indeed. So, uh, like we've been advertising throughout the week on our social media, keep following us and checking us out. This week is the Would You Rather segment. So. Uh, me and Peta each came up with a few packages of our, on our own of two guys that are pretty comparable. And we're going to pitch them to each other and see who we'd rather have on our teams. It's worth noting, uh, before I let Peta get into it and give me his first package, this isn't from a fantasy perspective. It's just more from a football perspective. So it's more, who do you think is more talented and going to help you win more football games? So uh, with that being said, I'm going to give the reins to you, Peta. I know you got a fun one here. I'm excited to hear it. And yeah ask away all right first would you rather josh allen or kyle murray kyler murray (laughs) so uh i would uh you i mean i feel like you know the answer to this you've known me for a long time but uh, you know kyler murray's my boy i wanted him to go to the g-men when he was in the draft i knew it was a reach you always knock me down i wish i actually listened to you because i got my hopes up danny dimes is better than him anyways yeah, but I, I read Danny Dimes, too. Don't get me wrong. I'd rather have Kyler, but I like Danny Dimes. But that's a different story. But why would I rather have Kyler over Josh Allen? For starters, he's a fresher man, okay? The modern Bo Jackson. He's always dripping coming off the jet, too. Just a little speed demon. You know, just everything about him is fresh. You know, state chips, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, coming out of Texas as a high schooler. You know, a Heisman Trophy winner. Just everything about him is winning, confidence, and cool. Also, if we're looking at gameplay now, not just the freshness aspect of him, his rookie campaign, he had a 65% completion percentage, over 3,700 uh, yards, excuse me, in the air. And, uh, you know, he didn't really have a crazy good supporting cast. He did have some gamers I like, you know, Kirk and uh, Larry Fitzgerald, but he's really got a true alpha dog there now in uh, Nook. And he also has... Um, his boy coming out of the backfield, Kenyon, who's going to have like, you know, that half a season or whatever, whenever he went to AZ and like a whole off season under his belt. And it's just going to really help out Kyler all the way around. And it's going to really show how much of a gamer this guy is, because there's a reason he was picked first overall, Peta. He's a gamer. And then last but not least, it's worth noting that I do think Josh Allen is a gamer as well. But when I'm looking at the longevity of a player, the dual threat I'd rather have is Kyler Murray over Josh Allen because Josh is willing to take more hits and more risks, which is a lot of fun to watch. But if I'm building a team, I want somebody who knows how to slide and get out of bounds and be more responsible. And Kyler's that guy. So that's why I'm taking him. I know who you're taking, but let me hear your pitch. All right. First of all, that was a pretty good pitch. You probably would have had other people convinced. Not me. (laughs) Other people. Not me. smart people. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the big boy, Josh Allen. Of course, this is from an unbiased view because 
I am a Bills Absolutely. fan, but this is just unbiased. And everyone would say that Josh Allen is just a better quarterback. First of all, I want that prototypical size, 6'5", 235. I like that. I obviously can't, I obviously can't defend the size. <laughs> I can't. Kyler Murray, 5'10". Okay, so he's, he, he got – I don't even know how he sees over the offensive line unless he's on some stilts or something. How does Russ see over the offensive line? Hey, how does Russ see over the offensive he's line? He's smaller you than Russ. You hear what they said about him at the combine? He doesn't stand a chance. He heard that. Did he stand a pretty good chance? I think, I think he did all right. All right, that's a good comparison. Size doesn't matter, fam. Drew Brees. Don't give Drew, me that, Pat. Drew Brees is still like six foot tall. Kyler's five ten. But yeah, you know what? The size yeah. size isn't as relevant, especially in today's game. He's not because you're not just a prototypical pocket passer anymore. You're okay, mobile so and everything. Your, so, so your pitch is off to a great start. No, so I'm just saying that. Okay, you know, like I still want that six five. Josh Allen is gonna have to learn how to take less hits and get out of bounds more, run a little safer. Maybe he should take a note from Kyler's uh, uh, playbook as he always manages to miss hits. Thing with mm-hmm. Kyler is if he does get hit, that could be done for him. Besides, yeah, but he'll never get hit. We know he knows how to slide. But first, he's not sliding on the football field. He's sliding into second, fam. On top of that, give me Josh Allen's arm. He's got a cannon of an arm. Okay, it's not super accurate. It's getting better, almost at sixty percent uh, uh, completion percentage. That needs to go up for sure this year. But he's just got winner. He dragged the Bills to the playoffs last year. He often carries the team on his back either running it or passing it. He just got a new weapon, and you dig, Stephon Diggs. You dig. I don't, you know dig. If he's, I don't know if he's as good as Nook, but he's still – You I, don't know? I don't know. I don't oh, know. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we do know he's not quite as good as Nook, but he's a good player. He's a good player. I don't think he's quite as good as Nook. Yeah, not, we'll see this year, though. So Nook Josh Allen know. is a winner. He's already been to the playoffs, so I want him. It's worth noting, uh, I like – that you mentioned this. this is just kind of a fun thing. That playoff game against the Texans was one of the best games I've watched. How oh, yeah. electric was that game? That was so much oh, fun. Yeah. I remember I was with my boys. Oh, my days. Crazy that was, game. That was an Crazy insane game. game. It still hurts me thinking about it, though. Yeah, yeah. I was pulling for the Bills, too, fam. You know. Oh, yeah. um, Josh Allen, like, the arm strength, I feel like if I was arguing for him, that'd be the basis of my argument because he's got a gun on him. But Kyler can sling the ball, too. He can sling it deep. He's got strength as well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, like, realistic and say that Josh Allen has more of a gun. But don't sleep on Kyler. He can sling that ball around, too. Yeah, he's got that baseball arm. Threat, okay? He's got We're that baseball arm. Two dual threats. I'm rocking with Kyler, but I think we can both agree that if you had either guy, your squad's doing all right. Your squad's okay. still fine. Yeah, you're doing all right. You're doing all right, too. Okay, so package two. Uh, this is the one I came up with. So you'll see a theme as we run through here. Uh, we did two – uh, packages for each skill position. So I got some QBs. Uh, this one just seemed really fun to me because obviously there's a lot of hype around both these guys. Uh, Tua or Mr. Burrow? Who are you building around, Peter? Who am I building around? Who the Dolphins Ooh, drafted? I would r- much rather Tua. Tua Tagovailoa. Can't say his name, but I wouldn't need to say his name to have him on the team. You know he's the man. I want someone who's proven. He's more proven than Burrow. Burrow had a, literally the best season ever for a college football player this past season. How is season. that not proving stuff, Peta? He's only done it for one year. I want to see it done more than a thing. I want Tua. Tua's if got we're talking about proving stuff, Tua's proved that he's going to get banged up every year. That's Don't they too- say that the best ability is availability? Yeah, that's true. And he did, you know, he did have that big uh, – 
hip injury this past year. That's why that's the only reason why Burrow was taken first overall. If I'm going to be honest with you, because a healthy you really Tua, so? a healthy Tua is a first overall pick. You don't think also like the hometown boy and the fact that Joe also did ball out in his own right may have had something to do with it. Uh, yeah, it might have had something to do with it, but. <laughs> <laughs> but Tua, Tua's just the man. 69% complete, completion percentage average over his three-year career. Two years ago, 42 passing touchdowns, six interceptions. This past year, he only threw 33 passing touchdowns. That's, again, because of his injury. They did lose to uh, LSU. Tua was injured, and they still only lost by five. In the duel, Tua actually out-dueled Burrow. He had 418 passing yards and four touchdowns, and Burrow had 393 and three touchdowns. Man, I remember that game, too. What a game. Remember Tua sling one late, and like we thought the game was over, and then he just sling one down the sideline for fun, and they brought it within again. I was like, oh, yeah. what in the world? He's got a gun. That was a fun one. He's mobile. The only risk with Tua is health, but I would still take that chance. And that, was, that, that game was in Tuscaloosa, too, no? Tuscaloosa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, okay, uh, so – your pitch, I liked it. You know, I did like that you can see that the health is the one thing against your argument. You know, I like that you can see that. That shows that you're very honest. But uh, what I didn't like is how you kind of glossed over the fact that my boy Burrow, who is who I would rather have, by the way, it's not clear, had one of the best college football seasons individually ever. Ever. Is ever. that not worth anything to you, Peta? Best, quor- best quarterback season ever. Yeah, and he capped it off with a Nat Championship and a Heisman Trophy. Like, how can you just gloss over that? You can't just gloss over that. I don't think I need to say any more. Like, Joe Burrow, the, the tape that we have on him that we're basing the argument off of, it's just better than what Tua's done of, as of late. Like, Burrow's just been more of a gamer and has more accolades as of right now, like, basing it off of last season than Tua does. Tua's resume is great in its own right, no doubt, but Burrow's just flat out better. And to cap it all off, doesn't appear to be injury prone. So I really think Burrow, obviously, because I've mentioned this on uh, weeks before in the show, you know, early on I had the ballsy pick of the Bengals, but I think Burrow's poised for a huge year. I think he's a gamer. I don't see why he can't be unreal right out of college. I think, like, there's no need to overthink this stuff. He's proven how good he is. Like, he's a gamer. That's why they took him first overall, Peta. Yes, but – This isn't even a would you rather. It's like, who would you not rather? And it's Tua. Give me Burrow. Do you remember – let me ask you something. Okay, okay. Do you remember uh, Johnny Manziel? Yes. Yes. Do you remember uh, Peyton Hillis? Yes. Do you remember RG3? Don't disrespect RG3 on this show. I'm just don't saying. You, I don't even want to hear it, man. These were all, these were all studs, especially Manziel in college. RG3 and Peyton Hillis, you know what they call a one-hit wonder, you know? So that's why I would rather Tua. I want a guy who's proven it. Three years, two national championships. He won one, lost one. So he's big to the, he's been to the big dance multiple times. Burrow, he could he he had literally the best season ever this past year. That offense yeah. was crazy. The defense was the defense was insane. But how do I know that's not his one and done year? How do I I I've only the year before at LSU he wasn't very good. Before that he got beat out by uh, Dwayne Dwayne Haskins. Okay, Dwayne Haskins is pretty legit. Tua's better yeah. than Dwayne Haskins. He, so, A.K. Joe Burrow wouldn't have been able to beat out Tua either back then. So, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow did have a great year, 
But I want a guy who's proven it multiple years. And I think he's in a better situation in Miami. Yes, Joe Burrow does have probably the better weapons in Cincinnati. Yeah, but right. we can't look at the weapons. We're just talking about the player. So. Oh, okay. Because we're talking about our own team. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's we even can't easy. look at the weapons. That's even easier then. Give me yeah. a... But I don't think, before we wrap this up, because I, I thought we were going to move on to the running backs, but it is, look, first of all, all respect to Johnny Manziel. You know, we both love him. I hope retirement's treating him well. He kind of officially hung him up the other day. But we can't compare Joe Burrow to Johnny Manziel. Hype and a good resume are different. Johnny was like, it was known that when Cleveland took him, they were taking a risk when they took him, what? It was somewhere in the low 20s, Peta? Correct me if I'm wrong. You know what I mean? Like, that was known it was risk. With, when it was Joe, it was a no-brainer. And then even with RG3, it was the injury proneness, like your boy Tua, that got him. Like, he was a gamer right out the gate, but he got banged up. And then who was taken ahead of RG3? Another guy named Andrew Luck, who had an unbelievable uh, college resume. And then what did he do? He just burst on the scene. So for every guy that could be a one-hit wonder, there's also a guy who is just flat-out good, and that's why they're taken early. And that's who Joe Burrow is, fam. It's a no-brainer. You know, I don't doubt that. I think he's going to be good. I just, in this situation, want to go with the more skilled player. And right. even before this season, there was a reason why Tua was number one on the draft board before this season. And if he didn't get injured, he would have finished number one on the draft board. Well, well, at least most people's draft sports. Kind of a, you're kind of assuming that because, you know, Joe Burrow's pretty damn skilled too. Yeah, Joe Burrow so. is skilled. So <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. We don't know that. We yeah. don't know that because he did get banged up. Anyways, uh, let's move on. I know you got another Would You Rather package. Moving yeah, to RBs now, so let me hear it. All right. For our running backs, the duo I chose is – Joe Mixon or Josh Jacobs? Who would you rather? Mm. Mm. Good one. Good one. Two guys here, Peta, that is kind of like that, uh, that second-tier guy. You know, after the first wave of all the dons, it's like, where's your next guy? You know, oh, yeah. if you're looking from a fantasy perspective. But uh, who would I rather build around? Uh, for me, look, this one is a close one. These are two good players. But I'm going to go with Joe Mixon. I just think he's a flat-out gamer, first off. And he – is a first round talent. There were some unfortunate events why he was taken later, but he was a first round talent and he's proven it so far. He actually was coming off a down year when compared to his uh, rookie year this past year. And it was still 1,137 rushing yards and eight total TDs with 287 receiving yards as well. So, so his versatility, it shows that he can run between the tackles and outside, which is a theme whenever we talk about running backs, because we know that's important. And, uh, Look, when he had a down year, you know who else had a down year? The Bengals. That's why they got to get my boy who we were talking about earlier, Burrow, because they were the worst team in the NFL. And Burrow being there is going to really hit home the point of why Joe Mixon's the guy to take in this. They're going to have to respect the ball being thrown in the air a lot more. You know what I mean? There's going to be less mans in the box. Joe's going to get to really show, his, show us his talent and his true colors. And I know this is really bold, and I'm saying this on the air. Uh, I think, like uh, – not from a fantasy standpoint, but numbers-wise, like yardage and touchdowns. Like, Joe Mixon, he could be poised for a top five, top six finish at the running back position this year if things play out how I think they will. Because the team's on the up and up for sure, no doubt. And he has the talent to get it done. So, for me, it's like it's, – it's not so much a push per se, but I just want to make sure I acknowledge before I let you take the floor that these are two very talented players. 
but I think Joe Mixon's the guy clearly, and I want to hear what you think. You know, I do like Joe Mixon. I'm not going to lie. Uh, as you were saying, these Joe Mixon and Josh Jacobs are both, like, in fantasy, you'd say, like, second-round players. You, got, you lock yeah. up your number one. After that one first wave, right, you go down the board and you come up. Yeah, you like, lock up your, your, your top either running back or receiver, and then second round, you see these it's guys so on the board. It's so fun getting to the second round, eh, of a fantasy draft, because the first oh, yeah. round, you kind of know what's happening. You, you, know, you, you know, like, to a degree, but then the second round, you're like, okay, wow, this is pretty big. This is what's going to yeah. make me dynasty or waste. Oh, yeah, especially because you got some people who might have fell out of the first round that you're looking at, exactly. too. But so in this situation, I think I'm coming around probably pick 13 or 14. These two are on the board. I think I'm rolling with my boy, Josh Jacobs. That's not to say, though, that I wouldn't think about it hard. Yeah, I would probably be, I wanted to make sure I said, too. I would yeah. probably be getting down to the last seconds of my pick before yeah. I decided. But Josh Jacobs. I might take it too far and it might auto on me. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's in a very, if you think about it, he's in a very similar situation as Joe Mixon is actually. Last year, the offense was pretty reliant on them. Josh mm-hmm. Jacobs, the same. This year, they've, they've both increased their receiving talent like crazy. Cincinnati has, not just by getting A.J. Green back, but through the draft with T. Higgins and the Raiders. They got rugs. They yeah. picked up another guy, Brian Edwards. Darren Waller's another year older. Uh, Tyrell Williams, you're hoping, is, is healthy. My question is this, though, Petta, before you keep going, what did they do about the QB position? I think is from card is going to get it done. No, he's not going to. He's not going to win them games. But he's <laughs> he's kind of like Matt Stafford that you have these guys and they're going to throw for a bunch of yardage and your offense is going to be a big offense and you're still going to lose all the time. It makes no okay. sense. Okay, but, I can hear that. But that's because Derek Carr he always puts <laughs> up good yards. Uh, the, the Raiders they ran the eighth most uh, eighth most rushing plays last year. That plays into Josh Jacobs' favor. They were also like 11th – they were 11th ranked offense last year, and that was with him and Hunter Renfro. They've got a lot of deeper options. That uh, The box isn't going to be stacked as much. You had uh, Josh Jacobs. You know what? He was very underutilized in college because he was in Alabama, stuck in a three-headed monster of studs. So yeah. he's not as much wear and tear. Yeah, Joe Mixon's got a lot of wear and tear. And then he's still – uh, Josh Jacobs had 88 and a half – yards per game which was third overall in the nfl and 4.8 yards per rush again third overall in the nfl the only thing was he did have a shoulder injury that he was playing through for probably about half the season but he still finished with about 1300 total yards and i just think he's in the better situation in oakland as i think or las vegas my bad as i think cincinnati even though you have very high hopes is they're going to be a bottom feeder team again and it all mm. depends on that offensive line and i just think josh jacobs is in a better situation and he's younger, so I always like the younger, especially a running back. Running back a year or two is like 100,000 cars on a kilometer, 100,000 kilometers on a car. It's a long time. Cars on a kilometer. <laughs> I, like, I like how you noted that, uh, like how well the Raiders offense did, because first of all, that kind of took me back. I was a little surprised, so thank you for enlightening me. But second of all, that really adds to my point. That's kind of the base of my argument. Like the Bengals were waste, and Joe Mixon was still producing. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I want that guy on my team. I'm assuming my, I'm building my imaginary team for this would-you-rather situation to be better than the Bengals. And I'm thinking, wow, I'm just going to have a top-six talent that nobody knows about because he can't make any noise down in Cincy in my backfield. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. The Raiders are better. And, they're still comp- and their numbers are still comparable. 
Yeah, they are. You know what I mean? That's right. So why won't you go with Joe? Because, again, Josh Jacobs. I got, yeah. Joe, I got Joe and Joe on my team. I got Cincy right now rocking. <laughs> and, yeah, that's hilarious because I got Tua and Josh Jacobs. I'm rolling with the Crimson Tide right now. You got the Bama thing. That's so funny. Okay, I didn't even think roll Tide. That's why. <laughs> roll Tide is why. And I, and I like that Josh Jacobs is younger, just as explosive as Joe Mixon. Yeah. And, again, there's maybe it's just because I know you like Joe Mixon, so deep down I always want to go against you. But yeah, I don't know what it is. You always two, want to get me going. They're two very, they're two very similar talents. And I feel like I just, I'm very nice to you too, Pena. I don't know why you always got to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. I wouldn't have it any other way. And you know what? Even the injury point that you brought up, like, that's not fair because Joe Mixon, too, like, he did have a little knee issue and stuff. I feel like these are two cookie-cutter guys. Like, they're, like – they're so comparable on so many fronts. It is so, true. They literally yeah. are. In fantasy, you pick if you pick either, you're probably going to get like very similar point production. Yeah, you're like doing all right. Their average will probably be like one to two points difference at most. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. All right. So now we're getting to uh, my running back package. Uh, so we'll see if I can keep slapping Tether around. So far, it's been pretty fun. Uh, so another RB package. When I came up with this one. Uh, I talked to Ted a little bit about it off the record because it's so deep and such a reach. And we kind of laughed it off, but we actually like it. And let's keep in mind that this is a would-you-rather game. So we're just – you just have the option of the two guys, okay? So for the listeners coming in, is they're not our first choice of people that we want heading the backfield. But uh, if you had the option of these two, who do you think you'd rather have? Peta, Carrion, or Jordan Howard? <laughs> oh, so ridiculous. This makes me feel like I'm in, like, grade 11 again. <laughs> it's like, who would you rather – it's like, if you had to, who would you rather yeah. with a gun against your head? If you had a gun to your head. <laughs> I really don't want either, but if I'm really going to take one, I'm going to take carry-on. Carry-on is a stud. You know what? Jordan Howard was a stud, but that was, like, four years ago. His mm. past two seasons, he's, so been, on a, he's been on a clear decline. He's like – four years older than carry-on and he's got a lot of tread on his tires where carry-on the past two seasons he's only played half the season each time uh yeah. again that's because of injuries knee injuries and in college he did go through a lot of injuries too so that is a concern but jordan howard missed half the season last year and carry-on is just more explosive he's got more potential left jordan howard has already hit his potential carry-on might never get to his potential but it's because his knee injuries but let's say if I was starting a dynasty and I'm in Madden, you're definitely going to see Carrion Johnson ranked his overall right around Jordan Howard's, but his potential is much higher. Jordan Howard's has already hit his potential. I don't – I disagree so much, so much. Because Jordan Howard, like the numbers, that's how it appears. But I think you and I both know it's not a product of Jordan Howard why he's been going down. It's a product of the usage. Like when we were talking about the run man, back in like what was it like 2015 2016 that time in Chicago he he's kind of like your boy AP you know what I mean he needs to get abused with touches and he's gonna get the job done my guy in his three-year tenure in Chicago had 25 total TDs 24 of them on the ground and let's not forget the last year in Chicago he was kind of getting phased out again before he went to the three-headed monster that is Philadelphia for running backs by Tariq Cohen you know what I mean he's never had the chance to go back to return to being a true dawn of the backfield. That's what Jordan Howard needs to be. Carrion has had great numbers as well, 
But again, the injuries are an issue. I like how you mentioned that Jordan Howard does have injury problems as well. They're not nearly as serious as carry-ons, as carry-on is kind of like a walking first aid kit. But, you know, Jordan Howard gets banged up too. I didn't want that to be the basis of my argument. My main point of the argument is when uh, Jordan Howard is being used how he's supposed to be used, he's really good. He just hasn't been in a long time. And let me be clear too, like just to reinforce for the question, I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen in Miami, okay? With Breida there and those boys, they could be running a two-headed monster and he's just going to play fine or whatever, what have you. But what I'm saying is he hasn't had a chance in a couple of years now to get all the touches that he's accustomed to getting and what makes him produce and lets him play to the best of his ability. And if I had him on my team, you know, and he's my number one guy, let's assume I don't have any other running backs, I'm just going to make sure that he gets 20, 25 touches a game, turn around and hand the ball off to him so he can do his thing, be a usage monster. He's strong, powerful, great between the tackles. The versatility in the receiving game is not a strong point. I'll concede that fact, but he can still do it a bit. And he's just a man's man. So I'm rocking with the run man, Jordan Howard, the would you rather. Jordan, Jordan Howard is just beyond his peak. I don't know. I, it seems like you just like this. You like the Falcons. You like him. Like, you just always seem to like these guys who are clearly over he's the mountain. He's not beyond his peak, Hedda. Did you listen he's to what I'm saying? Peak. I, I don't need to listen to what you're they saying. They haven't used him, Pam. He looks like, he looks like when he, from when he first got into the league to now. I don't know. He must be running with bricks in his pocket or stuff oh now. My he, just, days. he doesn't have He's that first step team, or second. Man. He's just not getting the touches. He was in Philly, Pam. Yeah. You know what Philly is. Philly's like a 2,000-headed monster with running backs. Yeah, but it doesn't mean they're – it looks like he's always running uphill or something, how slow he runs oh nowadays. Days. There's a reason why his usage is gone down. The guy you're, has no speed left. That's he's, so disrespectful. The explosiveness is gone. There's a reason why he's, he's been on he's three quick, teams bro. in he, three years. You're going to look slow when you're that much of a man. He's still fast. He's just beast, fam. That's so yeah. disrespectful. Yeah, but he doesn't – he just doesn't have you it. You tell your boy carry on to put on some weight so he doesn't bust his knee up again. That's the problem. I You are you – know, <laughs> yeah. I am running – you are running with injury risk here. Mm-hmm. But if even if you're looking at this, a dynasty, you're saying, oh, shit, okay, maybe they're both 82 overall. Carry on's got that 88 potential. Jordan Howard's potential, 82, because he's already hit it and he's declining yes, now. Yeah. You go on fantasy. You're not, you even, you're not even hearing what I'm saying for a second. You even know in fantasy you would rather carry on over Jordan Howard because the potential with carry on is so much better. He's just a younger, better, you more explosive you player. You would rather have carry on. You even said last week you were buying or two for weeks starters, ago. No, we're talking about DeAndre Swift. No. Because yeah, but your argument was because you wanted you were selling on well, I, well either way I'd want to try to get both of those guys because there's so much mystery in the backfield like I'd want the handcuffs in a perfect world I'd want Breed and Howard and I'd want carry on or Swift uh I still I'd probably take the Lions package still if I'm being honest but that's not because Jordan Howard's talent I just think that carry on has a better chance of getting used more you get what I'm saying that's not going against my point Jordan Howard's going to have, as long as he stay healthy, he's going to have so much opportunity because Matt Breida is just like Jordan Howard. They're both just going to be on the freaking injury reserve half the year. It's going to be always out, out, out. And you know what carry is going to be doing? Racking up yards every week. This yeah. is gonna be, now that he's going to be in a two-headed monster, now he's going to be in a, a two-headed monster. He's going to be more fresh, less carries, less injury chance, and he's going to bust out this year. Huh. Well... And you can quote me on that. Yeah, well, 
He might stay healthier, but he's going to have less opportunity. But we're getting sidetracked here. This is getting away from the would you rather. We could, I feel like we could be arguing about this all day because I'm starting to get committed to it. Uh, okay, so let's get into the package five. Peta, you're up first. We're on to wide receivers now. Talking about a couple of our boys. So this is going to be really fun. <laughs> all right, Liam. Yes, sir. I know you picked this one. You wanted the stud wide receivers. The stud yeah. wide receivers you have been given. Who would you rather have on your team? Chris Godwin or Mike Evans? Okay, okay. So this is the package that I pitched to you, Peta. And I think it's really fun because these are two gamers, two studs on the same team. So it's just kind of interesting. You know what I mean? It's a fun twist. Uh, I'm not really going to dive too deep into anything because, um, I, like I said early on, these are two elite talents and you can't go wrong either way. But I'm just going to go with Mike Evans. I'd rather have the physical specimen. When you're in the red zone, I feel like, you know, he can just change him to a tight end that wants to get jump balls or tough catches if you want. And then when you're trying to make deep plays down the field, you have a guy who can still run like a deer. So, and he can track the ball well, has good ball skills. Not known for his route running, but for a man his size, does run good routes and can make tough catches. You remember the highlight when he had the one hand to grab at the sideline and then he got dinged in the head? Who else in the world is hanging on to that besides Mike Evans? That's the kind of gamer I want. And you know what? He's also just more of a household name. Chris Godwin is making a name for himself, and I don't want to knock his talent, but I'd rather have the big name, and I'd rather have Mike Evans, and that's why. I want the guy who looks like he was made in the lab to uh, be a beast on a football field. You know what? It's kind of hard to argue with that, just because, like you said. Because it's all factual. He's insane. He's 6'5". Yeah. Godwin's yeah. only 6'1". That being said, he's still pretty big, for a while. He's still well, pretty big yeah. He's still big, but... He's not, at, he's not as big. Mike Evans is like 6'5". That's massive. You know, you just throw the ball up and he's going to go get it. Like, that's all it is. Godwin's much faster, much speedier. Maybe, I don't know if it's because Mike Evans is bigger. It's hard for him to get his speed going. Mike Evans is definitely a better deep threat or red zone threat. But you got Godwin, who I would rather have. If I'm being a real, looking at Mike Evans, if you look at his stats, six straight seasons of 1,000 receiving yards or more to start his career, like, that's – insane but like i didn't feel the need to dive into that because everybody knows that because godwin's only in his third season last year was his breakout season 1300 yards nine touchdowns if i'm gonna be real the way i was coming from it is who would i rather have in the buccaneers offense this year in fantasy i know it's not really how we're saying it but just looking at mike evans the only knack i can have is okay he's not as fast and he's not as good a route runner, but mm -hmm. he's still the There's more dangerous threat. And yep. Godwin is much more consistent. Mike Evans was insanely inconsistent in the past couple of years. He has like a 180-yard game one game. The next game, he might have like 50 yards. Whereas Chris I'll hear Godwin, that point. That is true. I've Chris Godwin is more consistent. With Mike Evans. But the only reason I would be taking Godwin over Mike Evans is, again, if you're saying – who would you rather have on your team this year? And I would rather Godwin. Only a third of his fantasy points came uh, in the deep pass last year, whereas a majority of Mike Evans came in the deep pass. You know Brady's not going to be tossing it deep as much. Mm -hmm. Godwin, yeah, we're talking about your team, Peta, not Brady's team. I know, but otherwise it's, too, it's hard to argue. I mean, Godwin are is you the saying, Are you saying you'd probably rather play that way? Like, I just have to add, like, but obviously, yeah, yeah. 
when we're committing to whichever guy, we're obviously committing to playing to their style. So, yeah. Yeah. So I guess you just like that style more than the other one. Yeah, and I and I, I I'm not gonna lie, that was pretty weak. That that was pretty weak. No, because I'm not actually sold. I would I, if you're saying I'm starting my own team, I want Mike Evans. But from a, mm. I was more talking from a fantasy perspective where this is actually debatable. I think we're gonna have to because Godwin and Mike Evans. Okay. Fantasy. So now you're backtracking a bit. Yeah, I'm kind of switching it up a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Like it's the only really. <laughs> the only real way to go for it on this one at least yeah because <laughs> otherwise there's no argument you know there's no argument mike evans is just a bigger beast i want the guy who's six five two you just throw the ball up and <laughs> let him go get it yeah godwin is just the better fit though for if you have a quarterback like brady or someone to that nature who doesn't have as good of an arm anymore whereas yeah. mike evans you need someone who's got a cannon of an arm and who's willing to throw it deep all the time you can't you can't have mike like depends okay if i'm starting my I could come from it from this angle, actually. Depends mm. who my quarterback is That's that I have. Angles. Like, let's say I had, uh, let's say I had Josh Allen. Uh-huh. That's a tough one. Josh Allen, I might want Mike Evans. In all honesty, <laughs> but if I had, <laughs> what is this argument right now? <laughs> I think I'm losing brain cells. <laughs> oh yeah, I just put my, I just back myself in a corner. But let's say I have <laughs> Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, any quarterbacks like that who they don't really have a cannon of an arm, I would much rather someone like Godwin who could rack up the catches in the shorter routes, whereas Mike Evans purely relies on the deep threat. That's my point. But if I had it, so that, I'm saying if I had a quarterback with a diminished arm compared to other quarterbacks, even Kirk Cousins, because he doesn't like, really like to throw the ball deep, if those are my quarterbacks, I would have rather have Godwin. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh... I, th- I think I follow your point, I guess. You're just saying you'd rather the more prototypical guy, per se. But, I, I mean, that's kind of the basis for my argument is the fact that he's such a freak and he's so not typical. Like, why, why, why in the world would you not want him? But, again, I don't want to knock Godwin. Like, I know that it feels like for this would you rather, you're kind of at a spot where you're on my side. But Godwin's still a great guy to have as well. So let's just make sure that's clear before we move on. Well, okay. On. I'm on uh, your I'm on your side of who would I rather have on the team, pure yeah. full out. If if we already know who our quarterback was, I, I, that would be a little harder. But in fantasy, mm-hmm. who would I rather much rather Chris Godwin because I think he's gonna have a better season this year because he doesn't rely mm-hmm. on the deep pass as much. I hear the fantasy point for sure, especially since uh, the would you rather guy I pick, Mike Evans is the alpha dog. I'd still feel like they're co alpha dogs, but I feel like Mike Evans. Obviously, in my opinion, that's why I picked him as the, is the number one guy still. So, Godwin's, like, he's destined to reach some rewards. You know what I mean? The coverage is being more geared towards him. But that's tough, though, because still at the end of the day, two defenses are going to have to pay attention to both of them. So, that might not even be true. Mike Evans could still do better. Like, the talent could just end up trumping. So, I don't know. We'll see. I don't he's know. Too, he's too tough reliant. One, eh? he's tough too one. Re- that was a good one. He's too reliant on the deep pass. Brady doesn't have the arm he used to. Mike Evans is not going to have as good of a year as Godwin this year. I think Brady's going to find a way to get him the ball and be successful. Yeah, but he's going to get, get that wild card. He's going to get Godwin. <laughs> he's going to get Godwin the ball, and Godwin's going to be a lot more successful. A lot mm. more catches. He'll be his Wes Welker, his Julian Edelman, whoever you want to name it. That's who he's going to be. Be a quick slot guy. Exactly. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, let's move on because we. I feel like we could debate about that all day. Uh, so the, another package here that you sent me. This one we tinkered with a lot off the record to try to make sure it's a good pair. 
And I don't want, well, PETA doesn't want people to get sold on the name value. And I agree with him because this is actually debatable. I feel like I'm siding on the other side. You guys will hear why still, but this is debatable. Don't get caught up in the name. So PETA, I'll let you take it away. Who's the package and who would you rather have? The package is OBJ or Stefan Diggs. Boom. And dig it. I'm going to have to come out again. Are you rocking with your boy? Of course. Unbiased view as usual. Unbiased <laughs> view part two. <laughs> but I'm going with you dig, Stephen Diggs, Stefan Diggs. Career year last year, 1,130 yards. Let's be real. When you look at it compared to OBJ, those aren't very, those aren't amazing. OBJ's down year was still probably better than Diggs, but I just think Diggs down year was good. Much, he's a much better, much better teammate. Even though he's still not that great of a teammate, based on what he was doing in Miami last year, he seemed yeah. to be, he seemed to be stirring the pot a lot and pissing people off. But OBJ, Miami, did you mean Mini? Pardon? Did you mean Mini or Miami? And Mini. Mini. But, okay, yeah. But then I didn't OB- know if there was a headline I missed that he did in Miami. Oh no! <laughs> and then, but OBJ, a cancer in the Gi- on the Giants. Hmm. They had, they shipped him out for not much in the end. And then on top of that, after they inked him, right? That was so frustrating. Yeah, because they realized that you can't win with this guy. He's supremely talented, but you just can't win with him. He brings problems. He brings too much media attention. Think about it. Last year he's traded to the Browns. Insane hype. Yeah. Train wreck. Yeah. He had a down season. Him and Baker weren't as good. Jarvis Landry's probably the one you'd prefer to have in fantasy, by the way, just for everyone listening. Wow. But Wow. I'd, I'd probably rather have neither, but wow. But if I had to choose OBJ. OBJ, <laughs> OBJ usually ends in bad news. Let me, let me get this uh, also in here. Minneapolis Miracle. Mm. You know who that was? Stephon Diggs. Rolled the helmet. His, his, hey! Yeah. Big yeah. play. He's been to the conference finals. He's played in five playoff games. OBJ's only played in one. And that one playoff mm. game, OBJ only had 28 catching yards. Over five playoff yeah. games, Stephon Diggs has 300. So still that's less, than, that's less than what you would want, but still much more than OBJ. The other thing with Stephon Diggs is he's never been in the position where he's been going to be peppered with – targets yes two mm. years ago he had 100 catches but only for a thousand yards so that's an only 10 yard average per catch which is very low for a star receiver mm-hmm. he's but, good but not studly i hear what you're saying yeah but it's good. what he had 100 catches for short yardage but if you know stefan diggs he's a speedster he's a get downfield deep Take threat the exactly and kirk cousins oh, no. was too scared to do that he doesn't like throwing the ball deep he, he was more in love with Thielen than he was with diggs so Diggs never got to show his stardom. And he's going to show his stardom this year. And he's going to be a much better teammate than OBJ. And that's what it really comes down to. I don't want OBJ the cancer. I want Stephon Diggs. Better teammate, more durable. Let that's I, who you want on your squad, eh? That's I a add, good argument. Might I add that OBJ is also pretty injury riddled? Yep. So now from a Giants fan, let's hear about OBJ. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that you brought up I was a Giants fan. First of all, these are uh, two guys that I like. Um, for those who don't know, like a casual football fan, Diggs, uh, University of Maryland product. We had my boy Connor on a few weeks ago from Maryland. I lived there for a few years. So obviously I'm going to ride with him. And then OBJ is a guy I'm going to rock with because he was on my squad. And he's a fresh man. They're two fresh men. I'm always down for a fresh man, okay? They're both uh, 
divas in the locker room cancers. I will admit that there's been more uh, drama around OBJ for sure than Diggs. But he was also in the Mecca when a lot of this drama was happening in New York, where you're under such a, such a like, high magnification of a mag, uh, microscope. You know what I mean, Peta? Like, you, you have to tread so lightly when you're in the Big Apple. You know what I mean? And, like, I feel like anybody could piss anyone off, excuse me, the language, uh, when you're in New York. Like, it's just that tight of a ship. Um, another thing that I noticed a lot when I was watching this guy week for week in New York is I'm not going to forget about his talent. Like, this guy, what I loved about him was not, like, the hands or the – like one-handed catch that obviously made him like one of the most famous men on the planet for some moments in time. Yeah, but it was the, just the, the big the playability. The fact that he turned two-yard slants into 80-yard house calls. I, like he did that almost on a weekly basis. And he was with my boy Eli Manning. And first of all, before I move on, respect to Eli Manning, one of my favorite players. You know, Patriot killer. All respects to the GOAT. But that being said, he was on the downhill of his career. And OBJ was getting it done. Like, he was in the – like, it, was, it feels like it was just a few years ago, OBJ was, like, a no-brainer in the discussion for, like, who's the best wideout in the NFL. Like, if you would have asked me a few years ago, I would have bounced around Julio, AB, or OBJ, and probably Hopkins, too. That was kind of how it was. You know what I mean? Like, he was that guy. And I like how you noted that his down year was not really a down year. Still over 1,000 yards in Cleveland. And he was banged up. That's, like, I'm going to use the argument to look the other way. Like, he could have been a lot better if he wasn't injured. But he does also have some injury issues, as a lot of wide receivers do. You know what I mean? They're divas. They're pretty boys. They get the job done. And they don't like being hurt. So that's really the basis of my argument. I don't think he put his best foot forward and he still played phenomenal. And I'm not going to forget about the talent that I've seen on display in years past. Like, I still think if he gets right and stays right, he's that guy. No disrespect to Diggs. But I haven't seen this guy be a true alpha dog yet. You know what I mean? He's been a co-alpha dog with Thielen. Uh, he could shut me up real quick if he goes ahead and proves me wrong because he's the Don now in Buffalo. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying he never saw number one coverage because him and Thielen both are gamers, but I'm saying he's going to see it now all the time. You know what I mean? He's the clear alpha dog. And I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see that. Don't get me wrong. But OBJ's proven that he can be an alpha dog. With Eli, who was not slinging at his best. You know what I mean? So if OBJ stays right, this is a no-brainer. I would rather have him on my squad. All right. You would rather have OBJ. Okay. He, he is, he is pretty, uh, let's say famous. Household name, baby. Household name. That one, that one catch, that first catch is rookie yeah. year. I remember you know watching that live. I couldn't believe it. Pettit. Oh yeah. I, I couldn't believe that he could get the ball off his glove after how much stick of me probably had. Oh my days. Holy. He looked like Spider-Man. It was just like sticky. You're not seriously going to use that. It was no, no, but I'm not, I wasn't, that wasn't my main point. My main point is he's, he's thought you think that's what he would be famous for, but what he's more famous for is you remember when he was headbutting that, uh, that kicking net. When he's yeah. dish, when he's smashing his helmet on things on the sideline, when he's looking yeah, at Blizzy with the model in France, exactly with the you know some lines, some some other stuff there too. That some stuff that he oh, probably yeah, shouldn't yeah. have been with, or Not when when he was partying on the yacht a week before their only playoff game that they got smacked in, and he hey, yeah, you know what? That he, he did nothing. nothing. To do with anything, but, but that's what he's more famous for. I don't want a guy who's a distraction everywhere he's gone. You know, he can't turn a two-yard slant into an eighty-yard touchdown. He could also turn a stable locker room into a, a horse fire and it ends up getting traded. Everywhere he goes, it's a shit show. And I'm just, I would just much rather Diggs. He's proven, proven in the playoffs, which I like to see. And 
Again, he's also three years younger. I always like that. And on top of that, he's a Bill. So why wouldn't I want a Buffalo Bill on my team? I already got Josh Allen, and I love Stephon Diggs. Let's see the cannon in the deep pass, the way it should be, not the way Kirk used him. I love Diggs, too. And let me just make sure that I hit this point home because you kind of touched on it there at the end of your argument, and it would appear true to a lot of people. He was the source of all the drama in New York. That's for sure. Okay? Like, a lot of it, the stuff and, like, all the headlines that were surrounding him, he brought it upon himself. You know, the kicking net. Like, oh, my days. That was so ridiculous. Like, proposing to it, kicking it, headbutting it. It banged him back in the head. You know what I mean? Like, that why, was, would you, uh, why would you headbutt a mesh net, though? What do you get yeah. out of that? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's not, you're not really headbutting anything. It's kind of just moving through air. But anyways, I don't know. Um, but the thing is, uh, in Cleveland, I don't think it's fair to say that he brought the drama there. Like, he's a big name, so that they're looking at it there. You know what I mean? But it was kind of Cleveland in general. Like, that was all the drama. I don't oh, think yeah. it was just OBJ-centered. It but was the was, hype train that is Cleveland. So I don't think that's fair to put on his plate. But there was a reason. There was a reason that, okay, yeah, there was a lot of big personalities in that locker room. Miles yeah. Garrett, the helmet incident, Baker Mayfield, literally going on talk shows and roasting people who attacked him. This year yeah. has been pretty quiet because last year was pretty embarrassing. Showing a lot of growth. You got Jarvis, La- you got Jarvis Landry. He likes to talk. And then you got OBJ. So that, that is true. It is a tire fire in Cleveland, not just because of him. Yeah. But there's a reason why only trade rumors came up for OBJ. Yeah. Well, the reason of course, why none I, of those other guys. Because I feel like he, OBJ deep down probably doesn't want to be there. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. I don't think he wants to be there. It's not enough fun for him. Which is okay. Have some fun, bro. <laughs> like, I feel even, like even New York. You'll have fun if I take him on my team. We'll go wherever you want, OBJ. Where do you want to play? We can play out of France if you want. Link up with some models again. Share the pitch with PSG. Uh, we'll have a lot of fun, OBJ. You'll have yeah. all the fun you want on my team. <laughs> yeah. And you're not going to win any games either. So the thing is, <laughs> I, I'm sure if he was in Cleveland winning, he would be having fun. But you have to win to have fun, too, in football. And on your team, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it might be fun for a little bit until you realize OBJ's like, why am I in France still? I don't even speak the language here. I want to be back in, at home. They don't and play for participation trophies. Your team is just going to be racking up L's. You will be racking up something, and L's are on the plate for you as always. It's the only thing mm. on your menu. L's are on your plate, fam. I think I slapped you around today. One of my arguments, you literally said Godwin, and then by the end of it, you were saying Mike Evans more. Yeah, that's you're gonna true. tell me how you served me up L's today. That was definitely that was one L for sure. I had to take <laughs> because you just left me with well, you you went first and you picked Mike Evans. Otherwise, it could have yeah. been different. But that's how it is. Hey, I guess. Well, man's gotta do what he's gotta do, bro. <laughs> well, anyways, it was a solid week, Liam. Nice talking to yeah, you as usual. Thanks for tuning in. Would you rather? Yeah. Arriba. Magnifico. Hasta luego. We'll be in rapid kilo. Thanks for tuning in to the Pigskin Kingpins football podcast. Make sure, as always, to follow us on Spotify and Apple Music. Download our material. Toss us a like. On top of that, we hope you like the Would You Rather segment. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Again, Pigskin Kingpins, as we're going to be putting some of the polls up so you guys can vote for yourselves on who you would rather in the situations that we had. Take care.